Welcome back, Little Joe's Conservative Corner. I think America's like a sleeping giant, and I think it's beginning to wake up, and I want to help with the awakening so that it survives. All creepily got your friggin' nose all up in everybody's hair. Now, I personally don't like him. I think the guy's a complete moron. Now's the time to stand up for yourself and stand up for what you believe in. You don't go from a bartender to a congresswoman. It's just so dumb. <laughs> I challenge Benny Thompson today to have the courage to come to this courthouse. If he's going to charge somebody with a crime, he's going to be man enough to show up here or send somebody like Shifty Schiff or Fang Fang Swalwell or send Liz Cheney, send somebody to the committee that has the guts to come here and accuse somebody of a crime. It is outrageous. And for them to sit there and try to get a complete hearing and they won't bring in any testimony, any testimony about FBI involvement, any testimony about DHS involvement, any testimony about any other involvement, and what's driving this. The total and complete illegitimacy of Joe Biden. Trump won. Joe Biden's illegitimate. 50% of the American people believe that today, and they believe that not from hearing from mainstream media, from our great colleagues in the media, because they won't show any of it. That information has been suppressed from day one, but almost 50% of the American people believe it. You can't govern this country if you're not looking as legitimate. This is why no head of state in the world treats him with any respect. This is why the Chinese Communist Party treats him with no respect. This is why the Saudis embarrass him and humiliate him while he's over with a fist bump. You don't do that to a legitimate president of the United States. We have a constitutional crisis in this nation right now, and they're charging me with a crime. Have the guts and the courage, the guts and the courage to show up here and say exactly why it's a crime. Benny Thompson is a total, absolute disgrace, and this show trial they're running is a disgrace. And I will promise you one thing. When the Republicans have a sweeping victory on November 8th, starting in January, you're going to get a real, you're going to get a real committee. You're going to get a real committee with a ranking member who will be a Democrat. You will have a minority council that will be a Democrat. And this will be run appropriately, and the American people will get the full story. i got to tell you, I'm totally so ashamed of the Congress today for not for sending staffers over here to try to sell their case. They should be here. Welcome back, everybody. Steve Bannon out in front of the courthouse. Not real happy to be there. <laughs> uh, all part of the sham January 6th nonsense. The committee was uh, trying to hold him in contempt of Congress because they claimed that he just refused to uh, appear or, or talk to them. Um, and honestly, I guess his lawyers feel pretty good about it because uh, instead of putting up any type of defense, they <laughs> they motioned for an acquittal, arguing that the prosecution had failed to prove the elements of its case against Bannon. So uh, the jury's out as of this evening, and I guess we'll see what happens when they come back. But Bannon did do a good job. What he was saying uh, afterwards was kind of funny with the whole uh, fang fang and and uh, Joe and how nobody respects him around the world. That's that's absolutely true, that nobody respects Joe Biden around the world. How could you? How could you respect a man in his condition, the way he acts, the way America looks, how weak he is, how weak he's portrayed here, how weak he portrays himself around the world. He has no respect from anybody. He can't remember what day of the week it is. So, I mean, everything that he did say there was absolutely true. Um. But yeah, I, I'm sure Bannon, even if convicted on appeal, his lawyers are extremely confident that they'd win one way or the other. So it looks like they're not real worried about it. Now, as far as the January 6th uh, 
show that they put on prime time. You know what's funny is that when you have evidence and you come out and you're presenting all of your evidence to support your theory on what happened on January 6th, is when you are uh, wrapping up and saying this is the final one and you get it put on prime time, you're trying to maximize views and impact on people uh, and it doesn't go the way you would like it to. It's funny how before you even run this on prime time, they say this is the finale, this is the evidence they have, but there could be some more in the fall. I mean, is this how you run a case? But, oh, oh, but wait, maybe we found some more because I, I, you know, I thought this was supposed to be it. I thought they're supposed to lay all their cards on the table and it is what it is. But instead, no, apparently they're either holding some back or hoping to find some more evidence and they want to keep this going. We're going to go from season one to season two. Maybe this will be a repetitive thing. And every, you know, six months or uh, every year when elections come around or two years when elections come around, they'll start running it some more just to try to help their cause and, and hurt Donald Trump some more. God, they, I, you know, I know I continually say this, but my God, they must be so petrified of this man. They are doing everything that they can for the last year and a half to continuously try to damage his character doing the best job that they can to keep up your or their side hate for this man and to keep people rowdied up about him because they are afraid of the return of Trump in 2024 really is uh it's just amazing how how stupid these people are uh yes oh Joe Biden did anybody happen to hear and I'm sure you did Joe Biden has COVID. <laughs> the, the, the best part about the COVID was this. Okay, number one, as soon as I heard it, I truthed out, oh, here we go. They're going to start pushing jabs again. And naturally, they're absolutely, as a matter of fact, here, you listen to it. Boosted if you have it. Does the president, does the White House, are there any regrets about the amount of time in sort of recent days and past weeks that we've seen him? Unmasked, shaking hands with people, hugging people, fist bumping, in close contact with crowds. In retrospect, was he too casual? No. I mean, look, I, I, I look at this is I've said this before from this podium. We have an incredibly contagious variant um, and we've had a protocol that I think has done a very good job protecting the president. The most important part of that protocol, by the way, is making sure that he was up to date on his vaccines and we had access to treatments. There it is. Um, the president wants to get out there and and be with and meet the American people uh, and engage and uh, and we always said that this was a possibility. I think I even said it from this stage that this was a possibility. Um, and uh, I think that that the protocols have have kept him from getting infected and and. But we knew that this was a possibility with this incredibly contagious variant. The good news is, and, and this was always the point, the good news is, he is his immune system is very well protected given the, the four vaccine shots he's gotten. He's getting treatment. Uh, he has mild symptoms. The vaccine did nothing to stop COVID, which in essence, it's not even a vaccine. Uh, I've gone over that too many times. It's not a vaccine if you get the virus one way or the other, it's just not, it's a flu shot. So the flu shots didn't work for sleepy, creepy, sleepy, creepy did get it. Uh, yes, he is having mild symptoms, but so is everybody else that's getting this current strand of this virus. 
Everybody's having mild symptoms. The hospitalizations are not on the rise. They're not bombarding. They're not overflooding hospitals like they supposedly were in the past. It's a common cold. People, are we allowed to have a common cold anymore? This is turning out to be a very light common cold. It's an easy flu to get by. It's just another sickness. I think the only uh, negative that I see to this, I mean, besides what they've done to us moving forward in the future, is that this one comes uh, opposite of your normal flu season. So now basically the flu will just be kind of lingering either one strand or another year round. So that, that's probably the biggest negative is that normally at a certain time of year when you wouldn't normally get sick, well, now you got a potential to get sick like any other time. So <laughs> that part of it sucks. But beyond that, nobody's, get, nobody's dying from this one. So Joe's having the same symptoms that everybody else is having, has nothing to do with his vaccine. As a matter of fact, they should be even ashamed if they're such believers in their little jab. They should be ashamed to say that he's had four shots and he still contracted it. (laughs) It's just so stupid. But I got to tell you, the best part of this guy getting COVID, you know, and I don't wish bad stuff on nobody. I'm not wishing for the guy to die or anything like that. But the best part, (laughs) if you have not seen Kamala Harris when he's getting in the chopper to go to the hospital, wave her trying the best she can to put on a show like she's so concerned and she waves at him and she touches her heart. Oh, poor Joe. There he goes. And Joe's going into the air and he doesn't even know where he is. And he goes, why are we on this ride again? Yeah, she's so concerned. I bet she's chomping at the bits, hoping that he's going to kick the bucket so she could slide right into the number one spot. <laughs> it was so bad and fake. It shows you how their relationship more than likely truly is because she obviously couldn't even muster up enough motion to really show that she gave a damn that that man was going to the hospital. It's amazing. But yeah, sleepy creepy, just in case you missed the news, I'm sure it's everywhere. But if you did, Sleepy's got COVID, so is he going to back off now? No, of course, they're going to start with all their same song and dance about masks and uh, vaccines and all that crap. So get ready to hear a whole lot of that, because I'm sure now that he has it, he's going to use that as a weapon to try to manipulate more people and try to control more people by forcing you and telling you to do things that you do not want to do. President Trump, my man. President Trump is criticizing the Senate for planning to rewrite the Electoral Count Act to further restrict the state's electors and to clarify the law, uh, law's language uh, for the vice president. What he said, or what he truthed was, so Democrats, rhinos, and almost all others said that Mike Pence or any VP had absolutely no right to do anything but send the votes to the old broken crow, Mitch McConnell even if they were fraudulent, corrupt, or highly irregular. The VP was merely a human conveyor belt and could do nothing. But now, the Dems and Rhinos are working to pass a bill that stops the VP from doing what he was not allowed to do in the first place, according to them. Uh, It was all a big lie. should have been sent back to the states. The group of bipartisan senators that are working on this reform to the Electoral Count Act 
includes Senator Collins, Rob Portman, Mitt Romney, Lisa Murkowski, Tom Tillis, Shelley Capito, Todd Young, Ben Sass, and Lindsey Graham. Does it surprise anybody, any of the names that I just said there, especially when you think of rhinos? Uh, the bill's rewrite affirmatively states that the constitutional role of the vice president as the president, uh, as a presiding officer over the joint meeting of Congress is solely a ministerial position and that he or she can do nothing to change the outcome. You're basically just a steward of what uh, is being done. So you have no power. So they're actually stripping what little bit of a protection we have built into the Constitution that the last stand against a corrupt election uh, will no longer exist. Will they get it through Congress? Will they get to 60 votes? Doubtful, but they're going to try anyways. Just keep in mind the names that I read. Maybe I should read them one more time in case you happen to be in one of the states that these people are in. Again, a lot of these are no surprise. So, uh, Susan Collins, Maine, Rob Portman, Ohio, Mitt Romney, Utah, Lisa Murkowski, Alaska, Tom Tillis, North Carolina, Shelley Capito, West Virginia, Todd Young, Indiana, Ben Sass, Nebraska, Lindsey Graham, South Carolina. Keep that in mind if you are uh, or when you are voting uh, the type of person you're voting for. I continually say, and I will keep saying, that you need to vote for American first people to save this country. Speaking of voting. So uh, there's a poll that came out asking, it's a Rasterman, uh, asked if Clinton, Romney, Cruz, or Sanders should run again. The results will probably not surprise you. Clinton is a 69% no, 20% yes, some 53% of Democrats and 59% of liberals say no. Romney is a 66% no, 19% yes, with some 71% of Republicans saying no. You other 29% of Republicans that think that Mitt Romney, the ultimate rhino, okay, should run for president, I think you need to change parties because you're definitely not a Republican, you're not a conservative, because Mitt Romney is by all accounts like the number one rhino. I don't even know why he continues to hold on to a role pretending that he's a Republican. He should just go to the side that he truly wants to be on and get in bed with the Democrats like he's been trying to do for his entire career. Sanders, 67% say no, 21% say yes, with 59% of Democrats rejecting another run. Cruz, 63% say no, 20% say yes, with 48% of Republicans rejecting another run. Uh, The new survey comes on the heels of others showing that many voters would also like for Joe Biden and former President Donald Trump to exit the national stage. Rasserman, for example, said that just 29% want Biden to run for re-election and 37% want another chance uh, to vote for Trump. Uh, Again, keep in mind that surveys are only as good as who they are surveying. So although these numbers are, I would say, probably pretty realistic, Rasterman is a little bit more of a reliable pollster. Um, So the numbers are probably pretty good. I have a hard time believing with what I see that only 37% of people want Trump to run again. I think that number is probably a lot higher than that. Uh, And I think the 
deeper that the Biden, either Biden and his administration sink into this hole that this black pit that they've created for themselves, I think that that number will increase the closer to 2024 that we get. Uh, there's also been some talk about Trump announcing before midterms that he's going to run for president. For me, I absolutely hope that he does not. I think that he needs to wait until after midterms. I've said this prior to this episode. I think that it takes the focus off of who's running right now, and it would also give the Democrats an opportunity to use that in their campaigning against their opponents um, and smear Trump and try to you know get everybody rowdied up again with that. So I think smartest move for President Trump, and I haven't heard, I've heard some people saying that he's going to make an announcement, and I've heard other people say no, but smartest move for him, in my opinion anyways, would be wait till after the November elections, wait till after everybody's sworn in, sworn in and all the counts are done, and then have at it. Go and announce whatever you're going to announce. Let the world know you're coming back and get ready for round two. Let China start shaking in their boots. Let everybody get nervous that he is going to return. The Donald would be good. All right. It is Friday. And as usual on Friday, I always got to say something about fat people. This time, however, I'm going to give you a fat indulgence that I think most of you, even if you're skinny, will probably get behind this one because I know for me, it's like, ooh, yeah. That's one of the moments I feel. You know, one problem with being fat is you like eating. I mean, that's, that's your problem. You know, drug addicts like drugs, alcoholics like alcohol, and fat people like food, right? <laughs> I mean, that's where it's at, okay? So a lot of times <clears throat> when you're eating something, you're just happy, okay? When you're fat, you eat, you're happy, you're in a good mood, life's good, you're in the kitchen cooking, everything's smelling good, you're picking at food, you don't even realize it, but you're twiddling around on your toes and you're dancing and singing because you're just happy because you're fat, you know? <laughs> I mean, every fat person knows what I'm talking about. You can be accused of that, sure. It is what it is. But I got to tell you, here's my indulgence. There is nothing better and I mean nothing than those little, tiny, round, chewable ice cubes. Oh, yeah. Those are the best. When you get that in your drink, it's the most amazing thing. The guy that did it was a sick, twisted person. I got to tell you that right now because he knew or she knew what the hell they were doing when they created that because you just gave a fat person just everything they could ever hope for. You are not only eating while you're eating solid foods, but while you're drinking, you throw those nice little soft ice cubes in there and you're chewing your damn drink at the same time. It's like you never stop eating. It is the most amazing thing in the world. I, I gotta tell you, I am fat, no doubt. You've seen my videos. I'm no small person by any, by any stretch of the imagination. And that right there, you will get me every time. It's like uh, I just am drawn to it. It is literally like crack to Pookie oh, or crack to Hunter, <laughs> whichever one you want to go with. Okay, When I see those little ice cubes, oh yeah, I'm in a good mood because I'm like, oh, this is the greatest thing ever. I'm going to eat my drink. <laughs> How many people get to say that, that you're going to eat your drink? It's amazing. You got to love it. Best ice cubes in the world. Matter of fact, I got to find one of those to put in my house. 
I would be the happiest man in the world with those little chewable ice cubes because those are literally the best damn thing that has ever been invented and the person that invented them is a sick twisted bastard because they knew they were going to lure all the fat people in because now you can eat your food and eat your drink. <laughs> it's my indulgence. I'm just saying that was my fat moment for Friday. <laughs> this episode's a little short, but it is Friday. Hey, it's the weekend. Everybody wants to get done a little bit early, even myself. Uh, I hope you enjoy the rest of your weekend. If you like what you're hearing, please rate and review me. If you'd like to follow me, I'm on Truth, Truth Social at The Real Little Joe. If you'd like to check out any videos I do because you only listen to the audio format, YouTube Little Joe CC, Rumble Little Joe's Conservative Corner. And if you'd like to reach out to me, littlejocc.com. Go to the contact section and uh, you can send me a message and I will get back to you. Beyond that, please have a wonderful weekend with your families, friends, just by yourself. If you're going to go out, go somewhere and enjoy yourself and have a great time. We will do it again 